Hello, I am your host, Tanner Gillespie, and you are tuning into The Daily Network. Today we will be discussing women in combat roles and why we might be seeing more women in the service. First off, let's look at the pros and cons of the matter. The service requires not only the mental capacity of an above-average human, but also the physical capacity. All in all, women are shorter, weaker, slower, and less enduring than men, physically speaking. Besides, for some physical phenoms throughout the country, this applies to all women. That doesn't mean that they can't serve necessarily. It just means that they will have a harder time catching up, if they can at all, to the men at their sides. Let's say that a woman was in the midst of battle. She, was, she has gotten separated from her group and comes face to face with, you guessed it, a unit belonging to the enemy. This unit, being a man, will have great advantages over her physically making this encounter not a fair fight. Although people will hear this, women in particular, and they will not care about the advantages and disadvantages. As women, many women just want to serve their country. You could bring up the argument that if we were going to apply that scenario to women, what if a man came face to face with a tank? Uh, there would be no contest there, but we will still allow men to fight. And that leads us into the next segment of this report. We are back and adding to the topic at hand. Technology is obviously rising throughout the world and manpower is not the only form of opposition anymore. Weaponry, whether it be guns, artillery, planes, boats, etc., has exceeded man's ability to control itself. Control it himself. A woman can now hold an AR in her hand and be just as powerful as a man with an AR in his hand. So why limit the positions women can serve in? Give them experience with weapons, physical strength, speed, and height ceases to matter to the degree it did before. And that's an excellent reason why women weren't considered for combat positions decades ago. Power was based on physical attributes more than anything without technology to alter someone's abilities. Now I will present a news segment about the recent, recent history of women in the service over the past century. Can you talk a little bit about the evolution of DOD's position on women in military service and now in combat roles? Certainly. The role of women in the military has been evolving since the passage of an act in 1948, which afforded women the opportunity to serve in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, up until January 2013, when the Secretary of Defense, along with the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, directed the services to open positions and units to women that had previously been closed. Now, between those two landmark periods, a lot happened in terms of clarifying the restrictions or lifting the restrictions. And our last segment is about how people react when women are put into leading and fighting roles. Now, Let's take a look at this female general's reaction to her daily life when she went from working under 
a male general to now being a general herself and having to dictate the daily life of those under her, whether that be male or female. Actually works in one of the only combat units in the Army that does allow women air defense artillery. In 2003, with the initial invasion into Iraq, I commanded a, a brigade. And I was the only woman that commanded and have been the only woman who commanded a combat arms brigade in combat. I mean, still. So Brown is in a strange spot. She's climbed the career ladder to a point where there aren't any women coming up right behind her. But she doesn't see a lot of women above her either. Does yours feel like a lonely club? Oh, yeah. And in fact, um, when I was selected to command my brigade, I got great advice from my mentor. And he said, you know, it's going to feel really lonely. It's, it's lonely anyway, but it's going to be really lonely because it's just you and then the other, you know, male And with that, my viewers, I leave you with only one question. What does the future hold for women in the service?